0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Twiefstakes ends April 3rd, 2023.
1: Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Guess who's back? Guess who's back?
0: I'll start off by saying I'm bored, I'm broke, and I'm back.
2: Let's get you a little hype.
1: The cult is back, baby. We're all in, ready to have some fun today.
2: Yeah. Uh, End of year one. One year in the books. Uh, I don't actually know what the exact... Start date of the Cult of Cult. This is what you're listening to. Thank you all for tuning in. Exactly what day it was, but we'll we'll do uh we'll we'll call it the end of season one. Season of one. The, the Cult of Cult. Uh, Gumby, thanks for stopping by. I mean, you know, whatever. This is Brian Stabby from Hog's Haven and from this podcast. And uh, got plenty going. Got, got plenty going on. Enough for us to be back. It's a good as, day. As, it is a good day. It's it's good to be here. Not any reason in particular, um, but you know, any day that we're doing this is a good day.
1: Anytime we could be bearded brothers, it's a good day to enjoy some uh, quality time.
2: I yeah, I was I was gonna actually say so. Um, we talked about this, gosh, a while ago. You went clean shaven for the first time this year. We're able to raise some money for charity as part of that process. Fantastic. Um, your your son got to see you without <laughs> a beard for the very first time in his life. Uh, it was a fantastic reaction. It went, people went, were loving, it, loving on, it on social media. All about it. Uh, it's coming back in pretty nicely here. You're you're not really looking too sparse there. Um Are you feeling more yourself? Are you feeling sort of like a new man or an old man now that you got the beard back in?
1: I don't look like I'm 12 anymore, so that's a big deal to me. Uh, Very happy Mm. to have that. I'm very excited to kind of having some girth back. I'm not quite to where you are in that massive, wonderful beard you have going, but it feels good to kind of be normal for who I am. I'm a bearded fella, Mm. and I have been since the moment. I could grow a beard because I'm lazy and I don't like to shave. So this is awesome to me. It feels good to be back.
2: Good to be back. Yes. Um, we'll talk a little football. I, before we do, I have one more beard thing to say. Um, just a little aside. It's actually kind of a question. Yeah. Do you ever have dreams or nightmares where you had your beard shaved off like against your will? No.
1: And the reason is is because when I played high school football, the they I had a little bit longer hair. Not long hair by any stretch, but a little bit longer and a beard. Not a big beard because I was in high school. But they – strapped me down they tried to shave me but i fought like hell to get away from it and was able to get away not get my head shaved not get my beard shaved so i was able to break free of being able to have mm. that 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 nightmare because i've done it once i had to watch you someone overcome. else get their head shaved and i laughed at them because yeah. i was like i'm free so
2: no it's it's a very peculiar one where I, it feels like a like uh you know like samson like the biblical story <laughs> like with his long hair <laughs> Or, you know but like i'm i'm very i remember i wake up and it happens you know once every 6 months or whatever but i wake up and i'm very distraught i'm like is it still here did i did i still get somebody it
1: somebody over your bed with the clippers slowly backing away oh.
2: like, he caught me again oh. yeah <laughs> anyway uh washington football team now a couple weeks removed uh from their final loss of the year final game of the year in the playoffs to the, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Bucks. We will talk some Super Bowl in a little bit. Um, it's been a fairly eventful couple of weeks, um, more in the um, speculative realm as it specifically relates to the Washington football team. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of things going on, and we'll, we'll talk all about all that stuff, um, but not a lot of, I would say, action. You know, a lot of talk, not a lot of action saw our first action, really, of the offseason today in a move that I think is fairly universally praised. And that, of course, was the decision to uh, sign Taylor Heineke. Heineke! They're, You're feeling good about it. I feel
1: this. great about it. For So it ends up being, what, two years, uh, eight-something eight million dollars. So it ends up being $4.4 million per year. So the guy got uh, yeah. one hell of a raise. Uh, we talked about it before. We thought he should make less than that. Washington came in and said, let's just do this. They're paying him at a backup rate price with the opportunity to get incentives if he starts and then also have an opportunity to compete for the starting job, which is great, which is exactly what we want to say. Heineke, give a guy a chance. And, and remember yeah. what Ron said? You are our guy. We brought you here. We love you you love Scott Turner, let's get this together, let's make this happen, and they did. And for years and years and years, we didn't do that with our own home people, so it was good to see it. He got paid, but didn't get paid too much. He's getting an opportunity, and I'm happy to see it. I'm legitimately happy to see this.
2: It's, it's a fairly, in my mind, it's a fairly low cost, like the cost-benefit analysis is favorable there. Uh, the opportunity cost is favorable there. Like you know, that you're not gonna, you're not throwing money into a pit and setting it on fire. I think it is something that, you know, following that playoff game was a fairly chalk take that they should bring him back. There were some people who were saying well, he should be the starter. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we're there yet. But he had he earned he earned the money he made. He earned the opportunity he made. Um, made the most of an opportunity where how many times last year did we talk about with, I'm going to put him on blast here, like Dwayne Haskins, where we're like, okay, this is a huge game for him. Like he needs to step it up like this, you know, like he, he controls his own destiny. If he plays well, like if he impresses, then maybe this is the opportunity where he starts to build a little bit of confidence and people start building confidence in him. And every single time we said that about Dwayne Haskins, he went out and disappointed.
1: He did. And then Heineke shows up, who we all thought legitimately nothing of the guy. Like, oh, Heineke's here. Well, okay. Well, if he he starts. He's
2: local. Okay. Yeah.
1: But if he plays, uh we know we're in trouble, is what we thought. He shows up, uh, just does so much better than any expectation in the entire world. And he did everything we hoped Haskins would do, who's now, you know, at the Steelers with an opportunity to be a third string quarterback. Like, you know, good luck for him. Goodbye. I hope you have an NFL career and I hope you, you revive it. Just yeah. if we, again, if we ever play him, I hope he has a bad day that day and chase young, you know, eats him alive.
2: This, this happened I and mean, we've had a podcast since this happened and we didn't talk about it, which I think s- says a lot about us in a positive way that we're not, and we are obviously talking about Dwayne Haskins right now, but like we, we didn't devote 25 minutes of like rubbing it in Dwayne Haskins face I am very. I will say I'm fairly surprised that um, someone just kind of scooped him up so quickly. I thought it was going to take a while. I actually was not entirely sure whether or not he would get another chance in the NFL. It,
1: it's on a futures um, contract. And it happened pretty quick. It's a futures contract, so it really means nothing. He he pretty much is getting paid nothing. It's getting nothing out of it. So, and again, I wish him the best of luck. Now let's get past it. Let's let Haskins is yeah, has gone. Past let's talk about the the savior of our playoff, Heineke who's getting yeah. $8 million over two seasons. Where well, again, like he he was doing nothing in October. He was us in October, just a much better athlete, and now he get handed $8 million. And I say, good for him. Good for him. He gets an opportunity. If it works out, it's a phenomenal thing for this team and for him. If it doesn't work out, we really didn't put a lot into it. And we end up getting probably a second or third string quarterback for a couple of years. That's fine.
2: Yeah, there are other types of guys who are out there who, like, either guys you hadn't heard of or, like, guys who were drafted and then it didn't work out and they've kind of been bouncing around. I think, frankly, I learned two weeks ago that Chad Henney is still in the NFL. I didn't know that Chad Henney was still in the NFL. Does Chad Henney know he's still in the NFL? Well, he he went in and had to play in that playoff game for the Chiefs. (laughs) Um, That's true. But, like, there are... Chad henny types just like all over. Well, the Chase Daniel you know?
1: moment, like the Chase Daniel, yeah, Chase, who Th- just, Chase Daniel. He's second or third string a lot. He goes in every once in a while, almost never plays. And all of a sudden, you know, he, he makes a 10 year career out of it.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just like bumming around. Good for him. But
1: so I want to kind of bring up the the Heineke situation. And, and I actually tweeted about this earlier today. And then Kevin Sheehan, much, much later than him, literally said the exact same thing I did. So I know. Either he took it from me, or I'm right. I think he took it from me. I think he's slowly watching our Twitter account and just...
2: We're coming for you. I see you, Kevin. We're coming for you, big cat. Yeah.
1: Uh, if 980 doesn't get rid of you before we do. Um, who's They've gotten rid of anybody anyway. I know. But the, uh, the thing is, so I think... So Heineke is signed. Yeah. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is they're going to re-sign Allen. That's going to happen. Yeah. That'll be the second signing. Then... Either Smith is going to cut, or he's going to retire. But he will not be a Washington Football Team member coming up. It'll it'll be gone. So that that'll give us much more money coming back.
2: So I don't know. I don't know if I I I think. Do I think he should be cut or retire? Um. Yeah, I do. I don't. I have. I don't think this team has the balls to cut Alex Smith. After winning comeback player of the year, I don't think he has. They have the balls to. I think it's too how, much
1: money. It's too much money for a guy who can't throw a ball downfield. He's great with. I agree. 10, yeah. He
2: shouldn't be on this team. But I think, I think Alex Smith is go. If if Alex Smith wants to take the money and wants to stay and hold a clipboard, he, he can do that. His
1: guaranteed money's gone. He doesn't. He doesn't have any more guaranteed money. So there's no reason for us to pay him. We can just cut him. His guaranteed money is is gone. He's already gotten paid it.
2: I know, but I'm saying is all the goodwill that he has brought this football team and winning the comeback player of the year award, I don't think Washington has the balls to cut him.
1: Nobody would be mad. Zero people except Alex Smith, and his wife, would go, probably, Oh, I'm mad and I'm over it. We paid him I think up. there
2: I think there are people who would feign be at least <clears throat> feign being mad.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna not feign being mad. The guy we, we held on to him, we were nice to him the whole time He broke his leg, we gave him an opportunity to play again. He can't throw downfield, he's gone. So we're either going to cut him or he's going to retire. We're not going to pay him. I'm calling that right now. We're not paying him next year, and we're going to end up with another $20 million in cap space. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go out, and we're going to get a third quarterback. And that third quarterback is going to be somebody who's probably available to us right now. I And we've talked about it before. There's a couple people who yeah. are out there, and people keep yelling about Cam Newton, for love of God do not give us cam newton i disagree with you on this i think cam newton is past his prime he's throwing interceptions his throwing skills are are limited the way he has a hitch in his throw people are figuring out and he's declining fast this is not a person to spend money on move on let's go after somebody who's a little bit better a little bit younger and can run our system
2: uh i take some objection with your characterization of my perception of cam newton I agree with basically everything that you just said. I just believe that Cam Newton is better than the options that currently are on the Washington Football Team roster. Heineke. Well, and you know what? Even let's say they bring him in and it doesn't work out, then you have Heineke sitting there. If you want my you want my estimation of who the starting quarterback is going to be next year, yes, I think I think people are in for a rude awakening that when the starting quarterback next year is gonna be uh is gonna be Kyle Allen. I like and I don't think like I'm not I'm not so stoked on that. Um we'll we'll talk about that. Let's talk about that. But first this team um makes us drink and we're always gonna be drinking here on whatever day of the week we do, Cult of Cult. Uh, So, of course, I'm going to have to ask you, what are you sipping on?
1: Well, Brian, uh, I'm trying to clear up my beer fridge. Uh, Before the beginning of baseball season, I want to clear it out and just kind of give me some new stuff. So Mm. I've gone back, and this is something I've had here before, and it's the True Respite, second anniversary, Imperial Blueberry Waffle Stout.
2: Oh, I remember when you had this last time. And you said that tasted like breakfast.
1: It it tastes like breakfast. It it tastes like I'm eating a waffle, blueberry waffle with butter, that I'm drinking a stout with it. It's all these great flavors. And, again, sometimes these great flavors don't mix. This one mixes well. I love it. I'm happy. Great can. This is the one where the owner is like, here you guys go, and we got to keep it. Amazing. I'm super excited about it. I got two left after this, and then it's all Mm. over. But then I get to restock. But – the second anniversary, true respite. Imperial Blueberry Stout. Yes. I feel like I'm eating brunch mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night. Makes but sense. I see that you have turned not into beer at this point. You've gone a little bit harder to the wall. Yeah. So, Brian, mm-hmm. what are you sipping on? I'm sipping on a little frog
2: tonight, uh, which means the frog in French, I'm told. Um, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll change things up every so often. I got a little Glenfiddich, got a little Lafroy. Actually, got this one for my birthday two years ago. Getting towards the bottom of that bottle. It's kind of a special occasion type um, weekday drink. I I just love scotch. I really do. Um, polling the audience, the 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 listening audience. Do you enjoy it when we talk about this stuff? If you if we if you don't. I don't know that we'll stop, but you know, we're curious. Tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Follow us on at the Cult of Cult on Twitter. Yeah.
1: But no, I'm gonna do a poll. Uh
2: yeah, do a and, poll.
1: And I'm gonna go, what do you like better? Beer? Yeah. Scotch or bourbon? Uh,
2: for me? Just like my ranking.
1: So uh, yeah, yeah, you rank yours first, but I'll put that on Twitter as well. What's your okay. ranking between beer, scotch, and bourbon?
2: um that's first of all that's a very tough question because who's your favorite kid i'm 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 a beer guy i'm a beer guy like it's very much part of god i don't want to say it's like part of my identity but like i really enjoy making it i like drinking it it's just the thing that i'm interested in i i would consider myself an enthusiast um then i probably go scotch uh, I really I love the variation. It's like not an always thing for me. Like it's I don't. It's probably of the three the thing that I have the least, but it's the thing that I when I have it I I prize it I treasure it the most. I really enjoy it. And then bourbon, I love bourbon. I love mules, but if I have to choose between the three, it's third. It gets a bronze medal there.
1: I I am disappointed in everything you like. No, I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> Me, it's going to go – I have to go beer first. And the reason, again, with you in beer is that you, there's so many options. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the idea of beer, then you have to like break it into subcategories, but just beer as whole, there's so many options. Yeah. You can have a, a bourbon beer and all that. It's delicious. But, I mean, second, just by a hair is bourbon. I love bourbon. I'm a big bourbon you fan. Bourbon. Um, I do you love, love bourbon, but I've been loving bourbon for years and years and years. And now that it's like, because yeah. I like the sweet taste and the caramelized taste that comes from inside of the
2: uh, the barrels. So kids drink responsibly. Uh, <laughs> the cult uh, of cult does not not does not condone any unlawful or otherwise uh, unbecoming behavior.
1: Unlike um, the video I just saw of Tom Brady. He just got off. Did you hear about the? the yeah, the, the, I saw that. He must
2: have like had a, a strawberry water or oh. something, or like maybe someone gave him a tomato juice because uh, they're both they're they're not part of the TB12 method. I I will tell you, I saw that video of Tom Brady where he's standing around off that boat. That is, I would say, the most likable. I th- that's the most I've ever liked him. I don't like them. Well, Tampa- we'll talk about the Super Bowl. We're not having to talk about the Super Bowl, but I will say the drinking. Yeah, the most that is the most I have ever been like, okay, Tom. Like, all right. Well, I, I get you.
1: First of all, they, they they had their parade on water, so everyone's on boats, and Tom Brady's just Tampa- chucking the the Super Bowl trophy over to, from one boat to another. I which saw that? That's like the
2: For, closest. Well,
1: that, that's the closest ov thing I've ever heard someone do oh, yeah. since the Caps won.
2: Then Which come... was my favorite thing that's ever happened. So when he swam in that fountain, my... when he <laughs> when he went in the fountain, I. Um... It was so great because they won. We this is another a whole other conversation, yeah. but they won, and then they went on that bender that was like three days long. And you just be on Twitter, and be like, "Oh my god, you won't believe what what just happened!" Like people are just it just a roving band of Russians, all like getting <sighs> tattoos and just being drunk in public all over the city. And it was the best thing that's ever. happened.
1: I, I went to the the parade. I don't remember
2: it. I also went to the parade,
1: and I don't remember it. Was it Amazing! It, it, I had a great was... time. That I think, but but let's digress. So Tom Brady okay. hammered. Tom. So,
2: Tommy Brady. Tommy dude. Brady.
1: Check out the video. It's hysterical, but we drink. Yeah. And so that's my yeah, – and drink. then scotch just comes after the third for me. Sure. But it makes me happy to know that – I'm going to put this poll for everyone on Twitter. Please yeah. jump in with that poll. Uh, we love having everybody at the, Col- the Colt. Um, Colt. The Colt. And, and Kevin Sheehan, again, don't steal my quarterback thoughts.
2: Yeah, we're coming after you, Kevin. I see you. B- debate us, you coward.
1: Uh, come on the show. We'll show you who's boss, or yeah. we'll have a good time. One of the two. Yeah, we'll have a good time.
2: Um so I guess to to round out that conversation, the I kind of want to spend a few minutes just talking about like the quarterback situation around the league right now and obviously Washington plays a role in all of this yeah you know, they're they're players here yeah um they're I think this is a situation that affects at least, I want to say almost half the league at this point with either guys, teams that are without a quarterback, like a clear quarterback situation this year, teams that um, they have guys who, like, they need to move around. I would say of the 32 teams in the NFL, they're probably only 16 or so where they're just, like, set going into next year. You know, yeah, um, the only team in the NFC East I think that meets that category is the New York Giants right now,
1: and they're even talking about trading him,
2: right? So that's three out of four, four out of four of the teams just in our own division. Washington obviously needs a quarterback. I mean, if we're going think about just the NFC East, Washington needs a quarterback, the DA- Dak needs to get paid, or Dallas needs to get a quarterback, and, Philadelphia and- Eagles have a tr- huge train wreck at quarterback, train wreck, train wreck with the new coach and having to pay, pay or trade Carson Wentz. You know, there's been rumblings all week. By the time I publish this episode, there's a chance Carson Wentz may have been moved.
1: They, th- they said if he was going to be gone by today. Just, just know, a side he note. He did not go. Yeah. But then but, uh, I'm not going to get into Jones because, again, he's still solid, but they keep nuances. Dak Prescott, if he signs with the Cowboys – Um, With him and Ezekiel's contracts, they don't have anyone else available. So even if you have these two superstars, they don't have a team. So I'm cool with that. Like, go ahead, Cowboys. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. And and no one's going to pay Elliott's contract right now. Like, he's not as good as his contract is set up. And plus he held out, so people people aren't going to pay him.
2: Yeah, terrible year.
1: Then you have as Wentz the, as the best
2: player on my fantasy football team. I'll tell you, he had a terrible
1: year. Exactly, and he paid a sh- ton. But then you have yeah. Wentz, and and Wentz is going to—they're going to trade Wentz, and they're mm-hmm. going to get some draft picks from for Wentz. They're not going to get what the the, the, the Stadford, what they want for him because the stat. I thought that was a what's too lopsided of a trade, but for Stafford, I'm glad we didn't get him. Um, but Wentz is going to get a couple draft picks, which is going to be good for the Eagles. They can't pay people. They can't. They don't. As we nope. as we talk to them, they're going to have
2: to cut some guys. They're going to have to cut like Deshaun. They're going to have to cut some, some Brand, I don't know Brandon Graham's contract situation, but like they're going to be some guys that they're not going to want to have to part with. That they're going to have to.
1: And, and with that, that's going to put them probably a, a year reserve from doing anything. So that so that you're now the Cowboys are out, the Eagles are out. That leaves us in the Giants, and the Giants are have an opportunity to be okay, but we have the best opportunity for growth in the NFC East, whether it's quarterback or as a team. But as a quarterback, we have the a lot better pieces to make this happen.
2: Yeah, and cap you're right. I mean, you look you look around the league in the West, the only team that really feels settled to me is the Cardinals. I mean, I guess the Rams are now because they got Stafford, but, like, San Francisco, who knows? People are talking also in Seattle, maybe, like, Russ is going to get moved. So I, that, that, that was that
1: was shocking likely.
2: to me. I don't know where that conversation came out of. Like, all of a sudden, like, NBC Sports Washington was like, what it would mean if Russell Wilson came to Washington? I'm like, yeah, well, if I had flippers and gills, I would be a fish, <laughs> but, like, that's not going to happen.
1: So, no, it's not. I, um, I would love it. South, I love Fort, too, but, yeah.
2: in In the South, I mean... Mm, I guess you know Carolina. Like I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater's in their long-term solution. Matt no. Ryan also sort of seems to be like in an unsettled situation. But you they're going
1: to they're going to resign Jones and they're going to resign Matt Ryan and and they're going to do what they always do is they're going to have an se beginning to their season at in Atlanta and they're going to do well at the end and they're going to barely miss the playoffs like they and do. The every Saints.
2: Year. The Drew Brees retired. Still yeah. The only team in the, the only team. No, no, he didn't
1: officially retire yet, did he?
2: he's like he's retiring okay but he
1: has not officially he hasn't retired you're right well he's probably gonna retire so like what do you do
2: and then the only team that really feels really solid is tampa bay and they have a 42 year old quarterback
1: 43
2: um, 43 year old quarterback we talked about the east the north um the bears have some decisions to make they have to decide on trubisky the lions now have jared goff the the both and the packers Aaron Rodgers did not seem super happy. No. I, th- I don't think. I think he'll be okay. And if it if he isn't, they have that the rookie that or that they drafted. He'll be fine. And then apparently, I'm told the Vikings are not so stoked on Kirk.
1: I, I wouldn't be either. They paid him all that money, and he is he's fine.
2: He's he's hit his ceiling. Yeah, he. Sees... I don't think they're gonna move him, but you know.
1: Well, I, so and and. All, hearing all of those things, you look around, and this is the most chaotic, cloudy situation that I've heard of in a while when it comes to quarterbacks. Sure. Normally, they're pretty solid. We're sitting here looking. We have we literally have one quarterback that we're looking forward to, and that's a guy who played one game, Heineke. I yeah. think what the, the Washington football team is waiting for is to kind of have a, the, the this river to be slightly more clear. And we yeah. know they're willing to give up, a first th- this year's first next year's first next year's second possibly this year's second, they so up two seconds this year and possibly a player so that's what the that is the most they're willing to put in that's what they that's kind of what's been yeah, reported yeah but
2: who who other than who would you feel good if that was the return for because you know the market has been set now with this Matt Stafford trade because they had to trade The the Rams had to offload. They were trying to offload Jared Goff's contract, but like they had to pay a lot more for Matt Stafford than I think. Like he set the market. So that that was obscene.
1: That was obscene how much they paid for Matt Stafford.
2: So you know it's like uh, there were rumblings that the the Raiders have received calls for David Carr, but they were too low. So I assume Washington was one of the teams that called. I assume that they were. Yeah. So I don't know what they're offering in terms of for David Carr. I mean, we don't have to. I guess we don't have to go through every single team, but we'll put a bow on this by saying what What do you think is going to happen, and what do you, what do you want to happen? Or answer those in the opposite way. What do you What do you want to happen? And what do you think is going to happen?
1: I like anyone else. Okay, we're gonna have Allen. We're gonna have Heineke. I think those are our mm-hmm. two and three. They're gonna fight back and forth. We yep. need. A quality first-string starter, and I would love to have somebody. And who doesn't? The answer is who doesn't? A a good quarterback who's in that eleven or better range that's available right now at a contract that's not going to kill us. David Carr's that area. Um, Prescott's going to kill our kill us. I don't want to even go after him and talk. Even he's a great quarterback. I don't. That would kill us right now. Uh, but if you're talking about yeah. trading, I don't want Trubisky. Well, You don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want. He's he keeps showing he's not good. I don't want Wentz. He keeps showing that he has these these small moments of greatness followed by these long periods of your team's effed. And if someone's willing to trade within the division,
2: Uh, McNabb,
1: you probably shouldn't do it.
2: Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah. So so, what what as opposed to what don't not what don't you want? What do you want to happen?
1: Oh, man, if they we got again, the world is open because this is a ridiculous conversation because it's a podcast. We can say what the hell we want. Um, yeah. I want Russell Wilson. I want Aaron Rodgers. I want Derek Carr. These are the people that I want. I want J.J. Watt. I want Deshaun Watson. I mean, I
2: don't. You know, JJ Watt. He he could be some good depth along the defensive line. I think we're pretty set on the defensive line. Maybe maybe he could compete for a backup You didn't ask spot. me what
1: what I what what we needed. I you told me what I wanted, and you just said it was a smorgasbord of what I wanted. Uh yeah. And that's what I want. Uh, what are we yeah. going to get? We're going to end up getting a a okay quarterback, uh, who probably more than likely in that range of the Derek Carr area, because he's good, but he's not great. You to get Aaron Rodgers to get Russell Wilson, you're going to pay a king's ransom.
2: Yeah, clearly.
1: You can get Carr for not a king's ransom, uh, but I think Carr's better than Trubisky, and he's better than Wins.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's fun, Here's what. Here's
1: go for it. Where, Where I, I in? on
2: that. Uh, what do I want to happen? Yeah, sure. Like I'd
1: love to see. Yeah. What do you? What do you? What did your beard of knowledge tell me?
2: <sighs> I mean. Like within reason, what do I want? I think I would want. Yeah, I think the ceiling, the best case potential actual thing that could happen, is. I guess they get David Carr. I mean, Sam Darnold's in the conversation there. Like, it's a lot of like, would you rather Sam Darnold or Derek Carr? Um, I think Cooley was talking about this or something on the on the radio. Um, I agree. I think I would take David Carr. If they get David Carr, which I'm not entirely sure happens. If they have to go out and trade for a quarterback of sort of that ilk, like that cut, you're going to be very upset with the amount that it's going to take. Like, whatever the deal is going to be, you're going to be like, wow, they gave up that much for that guy. I, I bet you, if that's what they end up doing, that's going to be your initial reaction. Holy shit, they paid that much for that guy? That's what that's what's just going to have to be. That's why... I think I think Kyle Allen is the starter in week one. I just, I don't know. Um, like, could they get Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, I don't know. Yeah. If still, the, the thing that we've written off entirely is that they're going to get a first-round quarterback in the draft.
1: That's what I was about to ask. Do you think they'll go to the draft and, yeah. and pick one up, even if it's not first? I don't think they
2: can, because now Heineke is basically your... You know how like sometimes teams will be like, okay, whatever, we'll spend a third round draft pick on a guy, like maybe he'll bum around and like maybe he ends up by accident having to start one game. Washington doesn't have to do that because they have that guy in Taylor Heineke, yeah. so they're good on a third guy and they're good on a on a second guy. Without. But yeah, I, I think um, here's okay. Last last thing on quarterbacks. W- what do you take? One or the other? Kyle Allen or Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. Okay, me too. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page yeah. there.
1: Um, he's just a be, okay. he's just a better overall athlete, and yeah. uh, he, clearly he's. And yeah. one of the things that he's a better uh, quarterback.
2: He's, he's a better a good quarterback. quarterback. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's
1: like overall, but also like uh, one of the things that Heineke showed was that this team is so much better with somebody who has the ability to go outside of the pocket every once in a while. Yeah, and Allen didn't, and, and obviously. Uh, Alex Smith couldn't leave like the no, four foot range. He couldn't move. And and having someone like Tyrod Taylor, who arm smart, can go. He just he's just not an elite quarterback like everyone wants. But he can he would be good in that Heineke like a Heineke was, and allow people to think, hey, this guy can move better than we thought. So would yeah. I would I appreciate Tyrod Taylor being on this team? Yeah, but do we need him with Heineke? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. I I don't really disagree with any of that. Um, okay, let's talk about the Super Bowl. You want to talk about the Super Bowl? Oh
1: yeah, let's talk about that pile of crap.
2: It w- it was a pile of crap. Such a pile. Of crap. Um, I was I was pretty bummed about it. To be honest, um, it was really the exact opposite of the Super Bowl that I wanted. Um, like I I the the opposite of the opposite of the Super Bowl that we got is the one that I wanted, which was a close and competitive game that resulted in Kansas City winning the football game. Yes, and we got a not close and not competitive game. We got a big pile of crap that ended with Tom Tommy Brady with another Super Bowl. Um, I'm not so stoked on that. And I'm not so stoked on that. There are so many things that I do generally like about Tampa Bay like I like that Bruce, uh, Bruce Arians is a is a baller he hired a fantastic staff he like really he like he brought in women he brought he really focused on like people of color but like not he wasn't doing it in a diversity like a tokenized way he was like bringing in the best people who yeah. could do the job and they won they won so it's not like you could say like well you know Bruce Arians and like he was he, no the guys he, he brought in who weren't getting jobs in other places he brought them in and they did it so yeah. I don't want to hear any of this like we talk about I'm not going to go off on this but like Eric Bieniemy, like the whole thing there Byron Lefwich deserves an NFL job yes. Todd Bowles deserves another shot in an NFL job the fact that he was the coach I looked this up he was the Jets coach where he like would he had three seasons with the Jets one year he won like six games knowing how Bad the Jets are, the fact that he won six games with the Jets deserves him another shot at an NFL head coaching job. And he did, you know, they were so fantastic. I really, there's so much I like about him, but I really don't like Tom Brady.
1: <laughs> no, and, and not many people do, I'm a hater. except when he's drunk. Uh, but you look at, like, Todd Bowles, he's this guy who got, the Jets suck. The Jets they suck. The Jets front office sucks. So as a coach, you're handed piles of shit and told us, Spice those up and polish yeah. them up and make them look good. And Bulls couldn't do that because nobody because can. because no one can. Yeah, no one. Nobody can. could. And you had this 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 constant array of people popping in and out. And you're like, I feel bad for the guy, but he's shown that he's a significantly wonderful coach. And I think yeah. uh, Byron Leftwich will be a head coach. I think he's going to be a head coach soon. I just don't think it's going to be next year.
2: No, but he's going he's to be still there. young. Like I just remember him being like a fun a fun guy to watch in the NFL. He was like pretty good. He the wasn't J- that Jacksonville, great. right? Yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. I think he went to a playoff game in Jacksonville and then he ended up being a backup, I believe in Pittsburgh for a while. Yeah. Um, he played a couple, I remember games him being, or... it was like a little bit before I was college football where, but like when he was at Marshall and he was, they had that, that iconic video of like his, le- his, all his legs were cramped up and they his offensive linemen were like, carrying him down the field to like on a game winning drive. And he, he won the game with his all like, he's, he's, he's awesome. Like he's great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, 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 you know, and they're young and they're fun. They're they have good players. Their defense is cool. But, again, like, I just don't need Gronk and Tom Brady to win another Super Bowl. So, and again, really, I don't want to harp on too uh, too much. The game, so- like you, you mentioned, the game, game sucks. It was not fun.
1: No, it. it I I wanted, I, my thought was it was going to be like 35-28, Casey. And watching Casey go in there and... Who doesn't like Mahomes? You got Tariq Hill. You got you he's got doing all this.
2: such cool shit, and his oh. receivers just couldn't catch the ball.
1: But not only because receivers not catch the ball, he wasn't. There's a couple of memes out there. Uh, his line couldn't hold. Terrible, and their Terrible. whole offense is derived off of not only the play, but then if the play doesn't work, taking an extra second or two, and kind of making a play happen. And he didn't have the time to make the initial play work, let alone the makeup play. And then when he did have a moment, as he's falling to the ground, throwing a ball sideways, he hits somebody directly in their face mask, and they still drop the ball.
2: Yeah, it's pathetic. Uh, it was, it it was pathetic.
1: hard to watch. And then the commercials sucked. So I was just like, this is not a great... <laughs> and, to, and then after the... So you watch the Super Bowl. You watch yeah. the commercials. And then to, to, just to give yourself some time, you watch this halftime show, and you're expecting like... Happiness and fire and cool things happening. And I like the weekend, but I was not expecting an all weekend concert for 15 to 20 minutes on my TV where he was trapped in a room while thousands of people outside of the room were waiting for him to come back out. I go, this sucks.
2: It did become a meme pretty quickly. Um, I've seen a lot of like me when I'm like drunk at the club and it's just like the picture of him trying to Find his way out of the box. Me, um, I thought yeah. one was
1: good was like me on four ninety five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, you know it. It wasn't good. I I got to give a lot. I'm a little bit. Again, we've already established I'm a hater. But I don't think Tom Brady should have been the MVP of that Pro Bowl. I think the MVP of the Pro Bowl probably should have been from someone on the Tampa Bay defensive front. Probably like. You know who is cool as hell is Devin White. So, Devin White, yeah. who I don't believe played against Washington in that playoff game. I think he maybe was hurt.
1: I think I think you're right. He was not there. I think Vita
2: Vea, who I really I really wanted Vita Vea to get drafted by Washington. I was like very excited for Vita Vea, Vita Vea and it didn't work out. But like Indama has had a long prosperous career, career. He's like a real nasty ass, and like has a bad history of hurting players, but you want some of that in a defensive lineman. Like you want your defensive lineman to be a little bit of a psychopath. Um, They just have like good players on that. Carlton Davis is great. Antoine Winfield Jr. I feel like he's going to be very good for a very long time.
1: He, he kept showing up. He, he was able to play. He was, he was balling. He was having a good time. Yeah, it was balling. One I, of I, those
2: guys should have been MVP, MVP. But of course you have to give it to,
1: to the Brady. So, so, uh, so Tom Brady has won more... Uh, Super Bowl MVPs, then Washington has won Super Bowls.
2: I believe that. Of course. And
1: Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls, while the closest club is at six. Yeah. It's so uh, he's he's the—love he's, he, him or hate him, he's the GOAT.
2: I'm not here to debate you on that. I don't uh, disagree. I'm just throwing it I just, out there. I just, I just don't like him.
1: It's disappointing. No, I don't like him either. It's just disappointing.
2: I'm tired of it.
1: Yeah, I want us to win some games so we don't have to fucking talk about this guy.
2: Yeah, well,
1: maybe, we, maybe just so everyone knows, as as the podcasters listening to it, we're both like grabbing our heads and like we're yeah, having like aneurysms in our head. Like, oh god, let's let us be good again. Let us be good again. Uh, yeah. so so that like that was like sadness coming over the pod. I apologize. I'm gonna have a sip of beer and let's mm-hmm. let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about good things.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, you know. <sighs> we're now looking backwards. I suppose this is as good a time as any to think about this season. Okay. Um, it was, it was a tough one. It's, it was a weird one. It was a tough one. It really felt of outsized importance in this day and age. Like it felt like a bit of a culture war pivot point in some cases. Um, you know, it was ugly. I really thought there was a chance that it wasn't. They weren't going to make it, and I'm not like proud of them for plowing through and having done it. Um, but they did it. You know, it's over. Like they made it through. I mean, I say they made it through. There are some guys who are like going to suffer for the rest of their lives because they are going to have complications from this thing. Because you know, you you think about like defensive linemen. Um, are not exactly in the healthiest, uh, of shape, you know, in terms of the BMI, the old BMI risk factors for complications from this thing. Um, they played all the games they delivered on their television contract. They delivered in, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm sounding negative, but they delivered on being able to produce something for, for folks to participate in and pay attention to, um, they did it, they set out to do something, it got messy, it got dirty, but they did it. How, I guess I've tipped my hand that I'm like a little bit conflicted about the whole thing, like, that we had to go through with this just to watch Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. It's like, come on, like, that sucks. But, uh, what, what are your sort of now, last foot off the door, turn around, look back, what do you see?
1: You negative son of a bitch.
2: yeah. You're right.
1: We thought they were going to have three wins. You.
2: I thought. I wasn't even talking about the Washington football team.
1: No, no, let me just go through the whole thing. You thought Washington had three wins. I thought they were going to have five. Then it was seven. They went to the playoffs. And yeah, did they lose to the eventual Super Bowl champions? Yes. Did they play them the best of any team that played them? Yes. Does that give us any clout? Zero clout. We (laughs) lost the damn game. I'm sick of hearing that crap. We lost the damn game. Suck it up, people. It happens, but guess what? Our defense played well, not well enough. Obviously, we didn't win the damn game, so we lost by eight. Oh, it was the closest. Stop hanging on that high horse. We lost. But as far as the NFL season went, I thought that the Washington football team played better than we thought they were going to. We have yes. put together a, a beginning. Now, the big question, i I said this before, is what happens next season? I think we go seven and nine again, and then we do better after that. But as an NFL season goes, a yeah. COVID NFL season went, I thought it was a bunch of horseshit because I kind of agree with you on this one where it was followed by the COVID just followed the whole way through. A lot yeah. of weird stuff happened. My fantasy team got get, kept getting ruined,
2: decimated,
1: but, but we had a season yeah. and then watching the playoffs, we had some cool games. We had some cool games yeah. to watch and I hated watching Tom Brady win. I hated it. I loved watching Kansas city win, but at the very end, the Super Bowl champions are a drunken Tom Brady, a drunken Gronkowski, two idiot frat guys having a great time. But guess what? I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them. It's over. Let's get ready for next season by starting right now.
2: Yeah, right now. So right okay, now. what what then? What are you looking forward to? We are as far away, basically. This week is as far away from the next time we will see professional football at as there will be at any point. Like, it's not ever going to be as many weeks as it is right now. So, you know, there's a bit of a void. Um, on a programming note, we are going to continue to bring you episodes of The Cult of Cult during the offseason. We have lots to talk about, lots to do, lots to drink, lots to eat, lots to do. Okay? so And stay you with get to us. find we out more well.
1: about who we are
2: who we are. That's right. You're going to get to know a little bit of us. You might like what you see. Um so in the absence of you know with looking off into the football void, what generally and I'm not even I'm going doesn't no have to be football. We got, we got time for specifics. Let's, what do you look what are you looking forward to right now?
1: I'm really really looking forward to Ron Rivera. And that sounds weird. I know. Maybe a little bit of a man crush right now. Whatever. Don't care. Okay. I think I'm looking forward to Ron Rivera. And the reason is is because right now he has a plan. Yeah. We don't know what it is. No. But he does. We don't know. We obviously don't know. But he has a plan. I think for the first time in a long time that going into the off season, there's an actual plan. And as long as Danny Boy doesn't get involved, I think some good things will happen. So I'm looking forward to the Ron Rivera plan. I know I should go deeper into it, but I think we have time to discuss that later. Brian, what are you looking forward to?
2: You know, I'm looking forward to, like, baseball season. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> hockey playoffs. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, in a couple months. Like, there's I'm looking forward to kind of... Recharging my batteries, allowing sort of the season to wash away, take a little bit of time, you know, see what happens. It's a league that does a very good job of staying in the spotlight. I mean, enough that we'll be able to continue to talk about things that are going on with the Washington football team, even when they're not playing. But I don't know, you know, it, this time of year, I think, is tough. Like, I, as you all know, I really hate daylight savings time, but like, the sun is starting to like come up a little bit earlier. You know, you it goes down a little bit later. It's like after 5:30. That's a pretty big that's a big marker. So, I'm looking forward to like being you know, like outside weather. Yes, of course, there's football things to look forward to. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. I am interested to see what Ron Rivera's plan is, like what direction they go. We're not again. We're not draft guys. We're going to talk about the draft, but we're not like eating the tape. I don't really know what they're going to do in the draft. I'm I'm looking forward to finding out. I got no clue. Yeah. Um, As as we're both um, fans of the Maryland Terrapins, so like it's not like we're really uh, there. You go fear the turtle. Um, We don't have a lot of college football affiliations. Just like not watching a lot of college football. Whatever you know. You got people, not everyone everybody's eat the tape. So, you know, putting this season, I don't want to say put it behind us, but file it away. Close the filing cabinet and move on to what's next. That's what don't, I'm
1: looking for. Don't at lock tape. it. Just remember that it's there. It's there. So, yesterday was a sad yes. day in the NFL. And oh, I want to bring this up because it it, it, it uh, there's a little story that goes along with it. It's one of my favorite stories of the NFL. Oh boy. We lost Marty Schottenheimer.
2: We did. We we should we should spend a few minutes to talk about Marty because I have some things to say about Marty, but you say your story. Tell me the story.
1: So, so I love Marty Schottenheimer. Always have. He is a he was a coach. He didn't care about all of the the politics, all that other crap, and that was part of the problem people had with him, is he didn't care about that. But Marty Schottenheimer was revolutionary. If you go through his his the people he worked with and the people he helped out with, it's phenomenal.
2: Yeah, his coaching and tree really
1: is pretty prolific. Prolific. And he was the the coach that should have been for the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. And him and him and Danny Boy did not get along, and that was very obvious very quickly. That fell apart, but he had such great plans. And people saw what he was trying to build, and people are still mad to this day of what could have been. But that's not my story. So in 1999 to 2000 range, um, Danny decided it was a fantasy team. And they brought in Deion
2: Sanders. They did. Do you remember that suit that he wore in his introductory press conference? That big burgundy. Yeah. It's like he cut down the drapes in his hotel room. And,
1: <laughs> and sewed him that day. Yeah. So so Deion Sanders comes in, and Deion Sanders, who's a Hall of Fame cornerback, no one can argue that because he literally is, but also he was great. We paid him a bunch of money to show up, and that's what he did. He showed up. He didn't play. He showed up. Balls were bouncing off his face mask. He he half-assed everything. He wouldn't tackle a human being to save his life. Like He was there for a paycheck. So at the end of his tenure with the Washington football team, He decides to retire. And when you retire, you go on the reserve retire roster for that team. That team has to let it go, let you go when you retire, if you ever want to go back to another team. So Marty Schottenheimer gets let go of the Washington football team and becomes the coach for the San Diego Chargers. Washington football team lets go of Deion Sanders because he wanted to go play again. Right. I don't remember exactly what team he wanted to play for. I believe it was the Raiders, but right. I don't that part doesn't matter. Okay. So he wanted to go to the playoffs and play with the team and try to get another Super Bowl because, you know, Dion. He loves the spotlight. And the worst team in the NFL at the time was the San Diego Chargers. So when you go on the waivers, the way it works is that whoever claims you, the worst team in the league, gets to pick you up. Right. So The moment at 12 o'clock or midnight, the Washington vote team releases Deion Sanders from his retirement. At 12.01, Marty Schottenheimer had stayed awake all night and immediately claims Deion Sanders for the San Diego Chargers, knowing he had the worst record in the league that he was going to get Deion Sanders. And he did. Immediately after that, he doesn't just talk about the opportunity of Dion coming back to the league. He puts Dion back on the retired waivers and refuses to let Dion come back that year because Amazing. he hated Dion Sanders, hated him for all he did to the Washington football team for what happened, for the shenanigans he pulled, for the crap that he did. And Marty Schottenheimer said, I don't keep many, but this one I'm keeping and fuck you, Dion. put him on the waivers and walked away.
2: That's pretty funny, um, <laughs> Dion. Then ended up going out to play for the Ravens, Ravens for for like two years, and was a pretty good nickelback. Like he played, yeah. he played pretty well in Baltimore as like their fifth corner. Um, did a pretty good job for them. So kind of that's hilarious. Um, yeah,
1: because all of a sudden he cared again.
2: That's yeah. It's funny. Um, we have we haven't. Talked about Marty Schottenheimer before, but no. I think we've we feel surprisingly similarly on this. Despite I have I have always lamented Marty as the coach who got away, and they you know they fire they fire him after one year because as you say like they butt heads. He went eight and eight. They he kind of like made lemonades out of lemons that year, and I really felt like they did him dirty. That he got one year in two thousand one. And um, that really sucked. Like, that really sucked that they let him go. I think, who was it? After? I think it was Spurrier was, came.
1: Oh, yeah. That, the ball correctly. coach who just.
2: Like, it didn't, it, it has never, it's only <laughs> gone downhill from there. I mean, it's never gotten as good as it did, If I feel like. Like, we what had, it could have been. Was, we had was moments
1: shocking. with, with uh, moments with Shanahan and moments with Gibbs.
2: Uh, sure, there were moments. I mean, they made the playoffs this year, so of yeah. course. But, like, I really always felt like Marty K- did not get a fair shake. I really didn't feel that way. It was like really just kind of a bummer. I remember just being kind of pissed about it, like just feeling kind of hopeless and like they, like they were making the wrong decision. Um, Yeah. I, it's, it's sad. Um, It's very sad. He, you know, he had a tough sort of end of his life there, but his, he has a legacy, a really fantastic legacy um, as a, as a, As a very smart football mind and a very well-respected guy around the league. And um, he lived a a long, full life and uh, he will be, he'll be remembered
1: as he is right now. Marty, thank you for those moments as the Washington football team. We appreciate you. And, uh, and sorry that you, that you're no longer with us. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, Well, we appreciate you all being with us. Yikes, that's a turn right there. Wow! Yikes! Well, that was not professional. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with it. <laughs> the Cult of Cult podcast is produced and edited by me, Brian Stabby. Oh my gosh, should I even oh, be saying my name on the Smooth. Way? Tough. My co-host and director of social media is Gumby, so if you're mad, you go after him. Let me know. Uh, you can follow the Cult of Cult on Twitter at the Cult of Cult. That's all one word. We're also on Untappd at Bstabby and at DGumber Jr. Um, normally this is the part where I would ask you to subscribe and rate the, the podcast but please don't Like, I just give it a week before you give us a rate uh, yeah. uh, do tell one friend though to, to listen to us we promise because it's a uh, shipwreck we won't, we won't <laughs> let you down uh, it makes a huge impact for our ability to reach you listeners and we know that your listening time is valuable we appreciate you taking your time to spend it with us uh, Gumby It's been nice knowing you. It's been nice doing this. Um, We had a good run, didn't we?
1: Oh, that was awesome.
2: Here on
1: the Cult of (laughs) Colts.
2: Yikes.